Thank you so much for listening to The Deep in 2023. For fresh content that never stops, subscribe to The Deeper and take advantage of our 14-day free trial. Here on The Deep over the holiday season, I'll be sharing some interviews I've done with other amazing podcasts, me being the one interviewed, so it's a little bit different, and a few of my all-time favourite episodes. I hope you enjoy, have a merry festive season, and stay safe. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, they supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. We had some people find out in our area, find out that we were in an open relationship and start to sort of target us as because we're a little bit different, start to sort of bully us in social situations and not just us because Reese and I can handle that. We're quite strong people. But our close friends started to get excluded from things because people assumed that they were swinging with us. Welcome to The Deep. I'm Zoe Marshall. In my early 20s, a lot of traumatic things happened. And ever since then, I have had this fascination with people and their stories. This is The Deep. Do you think you could watch your lover get dolled up for an evening, putting on perfume in their sexiest undies, knowing they're about to sleep with someone else? So many of us couldn't even imagine. But many people can and do. Being in an open relationship or living in the lifestyle for some is liberating and is the most loving way they know to honour their partner. Steph and Reese, I actually know you guys personally, which is very unique on this podcast. So firstly, welcome to the show. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for having Thank us. Thank you for having us. <laughs> I wouldn't say we're super duper close, but we, we know each other well enough that I was quite surprised to hear, and very non-judgmental, just very curious, mm-hmm. to hear that you two are in an open relationship. Yes. I think a lot of people are when they, they sort of hear it, but it's not, it's not something we hide. Yeah, never. And I, I think that's the really interesting point is just because I didn't know or other people didn't know doesn't mean that you hid it. Mm. No, well, that's, it's not like you in conversation are like, hey, I'm Reese and I'm in an open relationship. And it's, it's so it's, weird. Uh, well, it's, it's our sex life. How many people just blatantly talk or have to talk about their sex life? It's just not what we... Yeah, yeah. Like, no. hi, I'm Reese and I enjoy a missionary position. That's not... <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's, it's not... Do you, though? Do you? Yeah. <laughs> So, so this is what's interesting, Steph, is I learned about this probably like a lot of other peers in your circle on mm. Facebook. Yes. What there, I mean, I don't want you to get into the backstory of that, but that was a pretty ballsy move to go. Yeah. 
yeah, uh, so, this is who we are. Yeah, so we have always been in an open relationship. So when we first met, Reese and I had come out of long-term relationships um, and we, I was at the point where I was like, relationships are dumb. I don't want to be in them. I feel restricted and trapped. And I guess I had always wanted to be with, I'm not into rules or boundaries and things. So we'd always been in this like fluid, consensual, non-monogamous relationship. And obviously we're married now. So our personal relationship developed from just dating to this. But we had some people find out in our area, find out that we were in an open relationship and start to sort of target us as, because we're a little bit different, start to sort of bully us in social situations and not just us, because Reese and I can handle that. We're quite strong people. But our close friends started to get, excluded from things because people assumed that they were swinging with us and said, I love these people, but they're really close to Stefan Reese. And I guess people felt really threatened, especially a lot of in our age group, everybody is married and together in monogamous relationships. And they see, they just don't understand our relationship. I don't know what it is really about it. Like, because if I was a single person, they would be my friend. Or if I was a married person, they would be my friend. But if we're married and single at the same time, that's a big no-no. Like that's a, that's a, I don't know, that's just very, it makes people very uncomfortable. So when we found out that some of our friends were being targeted, I decided to, I spoke to Reese about it and I said, look, I think that the secrecy of the whole thing is what makes people uncomfortable that they don't know. I said, mm-hmm. and we're never ashamed. And if people talk to us about it or they find out, we always just tell them openly, like, we're not ashamed. We don't have anything to be ashamed about. So why is it always a secret? So then when we posted this, we found that we had a lot of support and a lot of people didn't know or realise because from the out, from outward, if you didn't know that about us, we just are just a normal married couple. Mm. And what was the response like? Good. Well, to our faces, good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, really good. We had a lot of support on from friends and family. Most of our close friends already know and my family already know. It was just the people that we don't have those close relationships with that, like, have no reason to know until I posted Mm -hmm. this. And, Reese, I mean, culturally, you're Maori. Yeah. What was that like for your side to you know did anyone talk to you or do they like what was your experience like um no it's fine I think um the cultural aspect aside if the only and it's not even pushback the only um sort of comments that are usually like oh that's a bit weird it's a generational thing rather than a cultural thing everybody's been very supportive um you know, as far as family goes and yeah, you know, and even for the most part, you know, aunts and uncles and, um, you know, elder folk, um, have been very supportive also, you know, everyone's just like, Oh, you, you know, you do you. 
you're not harming anybody. You're just uh, living your life the way that you want to live your life. So it's, um, you know, like, and like, as Steph said, we've, it was never a secret, but it's not something that you just go and shout from the rooftops because yeah. what you do, um, you know, in your own household is your business. So, and, and also, yeah, that's the same way we have a lot of friends and family that already knew this, but yeah, to, I, when Steph asked me um, whether the, I thought that she should post that, um, that was the first thing I thought was, oh, that's, um, that's really ballsy, you know? Like, yeah. And uh, yeah, I completely support it because we've got nothing to hide and we're not ashamed of anything that we do. So so how long ago, Reese, did you meet? It was nearly five years, I think. And was Steph the one that was like, I'm into seeing other people? Yeah, it was very mutual. So we'd be like Steph said, we'd both come out of um, long-term relationships and we were both at that point where, and that's sort of how we ended up dating really because we, we were both in the same mindset. <laughs> um, you know, we, we, we didn't want to if have any relationships at all um, in our lives from that point on. They weren't going to be a run-of-the-mill um, monogamous relationship. So, uh, yeah, it, it just evolved very, uh, na- very naturally. Was this your both of your first open relationship experience? Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah. We didn't we didn't really know what we were like. We didn't just say, you know, what we're going to be in an open relationship. We just we started seeing each other just casually, as you do when you start dating someone, and then we just became so close. We were talking about to each other um, who we were dating or who we were seeing. We were sort of passing stories between us. Thought it was hilarious. We were sort of just each other's wing person. Uh, and then we had an experience where we both took someone home together. And we're like, oh, this is really fun. And then we just we we figured out I was like I know what's wrong with me I'm in love with you <laughs> and we just were like uh, that was my exact words and he was like yeah I know and then I was like oh do you love me too and he's like yeah I was like oh <laughs> so it didn't it wasn't it wasn't like a we were just really open and communicated the whole time and they're like well because we have um children we were very committed to each other and our little unit and then we were sort of like, why do we have to stop seeing other people just because we love each other? Like we didn't understand really. And we spoke about it. I think, I think the thing about being in the lifestyle is you have to have such an open communication channel and talk about it all the time Yeah. that we just kept talking about it. We're like, why can't we? Like what's, I'm very self uh, like confident. So is Reese. It has nothing to do with how I feel about him because I think sex and love are two different things, mm. obviously intertwined. But because we knew that we could hook up with people and have zero feelings for them, have no, like, just be a fun, casual thing, then, and I guess we both could understand how we were feeling. Like, it had nothing to do with how I felt about him and he, yeah. his, the people that he hooked up with, I knew that it had nothing to do with how he felt about me it was purely just for fun it's really interesting because there's so much I need to unpack but it's (laughs) (laughs) just to start with is the 
boundaries I guess that you're both comfortable with and that having to be kind of upfront you Uh know could you tell me what was was important to both of you Reese what was like a non-negotiable for you and what's cool and not cool and we might and this is fine you can, and like this is the deep. I don't know if you've heard this podcast but we can be really explicit like oh, very fun. very explicit so you don't have to tell me explicit things but if it comes up you can go there yeah no well um I had no boundaries <laughs> that's, yeah, like, said that's, that's why Steph was laughing because I <laughs> Uh, you know, we, we, in the, in the beginning, we sort of said that, like, you know, do we have rules? How does this work? Like, um, yeah. and, and it was the same thing. All of that had to, um, just sort of organically manifest because we didn't know whether we had boundaries and we didn't. Oh, we tried at the start. We tried. So we put in some boundaries and said, um, we're not going to meet the same person twice. Remember we started, oh, yeah, yeah, that's we right, said yeah. like, we're just going to meet like, cause we don't want to like grow. We're worried that what happens catch if we catch feelings, like yeah. let's just see them mm-hmm. like a one-off. Um, obviously in the lifestyle, like flat out with everybody, it's use protection. So that's sort of a lot of, um, yeah, that's a lot of stigma. Much the, yeah. The only real rule that we've ever had is um, safe sex. Yeah. And because Reese is a Maori, he can just breed, like <laughs> get people pregnant, like left, right, and centre. So I was like, you know what? We don't need any more children. So let's. Okay. Just... <laughs> and what about kissing? Is that okay? Yeah, of course. It's. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, uh, as Steph said, it's um, sex is one thing, love's another. Um, mm. You know, like uh, I don't think in all of our experiences I've ever kissed somebody and even felt. Um, you know, an inkling of the like love and passion that I, I have for her. Um, mm. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, I guess it's, it's a good question because that's one of those things you think. And I guess we sort of thought that in the beginning, yeah, there's all sorts of little things that you, you're not sure of. And, yeah. and as I said, you just have to feel intimacy. it out, I guess. Intimacy is, yes, I'm, you know, there's a, that's a different thing to sex to me as well is, you know, when you're, and we'll talk about how you meet these people, but um, mm. texting exchanges and messages or phone calls and flirting, I mean, that's a part of the dance you do sexually with someone, right, to kind of yeah, lure, of but then how does it not um, spill? Yeah, exactly. And, and these are these conversations that we had, um, and what, yeah, the, at the, start, the biggest, the biggest it, thing yeah. is like the, is the honesty is that we, we talk about, we ask each other, Oh, are you, are you talking to anyone at the moment? Or, uh, you know, if, if I'm talking to somebody, I'll tell Steph, oh, I've been chatting to this person, you know, they, they seem nice. We, we are constantly talking about, you know, the other relationships that are going on in, in <laughs> our life. Um, because as soon as you stop talking about them, then it becomes an issue because, yeah, totally. you know, like then there's, there's it's a secret uh, or it's, yeah, a... it's a secret. You're holding something back and for whatever reason, and we found that out a couple of times and it wasn't, um, intentional. It was just that you didn't think it was important, but then when it, um, you know, you, you mentioned it or it came to the fore one of us was like, oh, well, you, you didn't tell me about that. Why didn't you tell me about that? But, <laughs> right. And yeah, but in, but it was as innocent. It's just, you know, uh, it was nothing that you thought would, you know, hurt someone's feelings. But at the end of the day, 
you're still not telling the person that. So you just have to be open about everything all the time, regardless of how small the matter is or, or the detail. You've said um, you've taken someone else home for you to both enjoy together. Mm-hmm. Is that men and women? Yeah, yeah. Couples, yeah. We've never taken a man, just a man home just together. Just a single man, though. Um, we have taken, and when we say taken, it's just usually just so natural. We don't just target women or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, it's just say say we get into it like we're out for drinks or something. We start chatting to someone, and and something natural just happens, or you know, just as if you're a single person, you go out drinking and you meet someone, and then you take them home. It's just like that, but they meet us, or even we've met a couple, and that's happened. It's just really uh natural i guess so can we i just need to get through the details so if you're (laughs) at the bar and you're vibing with a couple yeah before you do the invitation would you check in with each other that it's the right thing yeah yeah well we know like that you can tell reason i know each other well enough we can sort of talk without talking yeah uh he can see how i'm feeling or you know, vice versa. Okay, it's obvious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I guess that's part of the dance as well. You know, it's it's like being a single person playing your game, but you're, I'm there with my wife, and we're 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 playing the game together. It's it's a pretty cool feeling. <laughs> well, there, there's been times where we have been chatting to a couple of recent like, so, like so into it, and I'm like, no. And he's like, oh, and I go, you just. And and we've been at parties and I was like, you know what? I, I'm going to head home. You have fun. Like you go do whatever you want to do. I'm going to go home because I'm tired. And I just like, I'm not into this because, uh, you know, I, I have a real issue with um, I have to be able to respect the person. And weirdly, yeah. if I, if I think they're not very intelligent, I'm out, which <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, no, I cannot. And you don't I need that for sex, Steph. You exactly. Don't need yeah, yeah. Sex. I yeah. know, but I, keep I just telling can't. Her this. I keep telling her this. <laughs> I just can't. I just think, no, you don't deserve me. <laughs> like, no, I'm not lowering myself for that. <laughs> In that situation where Reese would go off and you would go home, yeah. Is there any like? Do you say to Reese, "Be back by two a.m.?" Or no, no. Like, there's no rules. You're no. not checking your phone. You're not like. No, no. At the at the start when we first started dating, it was uh the first time he went on a date with someone else. Like I guess when we became official and he went on a date, I was very um like nervous. I got a lot of, I was very unsure of how it would go and and how he would be and how I was quite nervous about how I would act I was like I don't want to be you know um that weird person that just then holds a grudge when he gets home and he came home and I said how was it and he goes how much do you want to know like what what sort of details do you want to know it was fun and he goes but and and then he sort of let me um ask him the gory details because we used to when we first started hooking up it was like explicit details where yeah, we get no like, holds barred. She, was, like yeah. she she's a squirter or she's quite hairy <laughs> or you know like yes. all the details and I'd be like amazing you're just fascinated by it yeah I was like well that's fun and, and he and then he and I would just talk about it and then I realized that it's 
doesn't change anything between he and I. So then after like a couple of times where, and, and, and to be honest, the first time that I went out and hooked up with someone without Reese, I felt really guilty and I felt really, (laughs) really guilty. Like I'd done something wrong, even though it was something that we'd always been doing. Yeah. I'd left him at home for an organized date and we were living together at this time. Um, and I came home and I felt really guilty, but he was like high fiving me, like, I hope you had fun. And yeah, I had to like, pray it, pray it out of Steph because <laughs> she was holding back. And I could tell, I was like, What are you doing? Tell me how this went. Yeah. What, what, I was know, worried give, I was going to Give gonna me the details. She was like, Yeah, she was like, Oh, no, it was okay. I was like, Don't be like that. <laughs> don't be like that. Come on now. Yeah, you don't know whether he's going to be upset. It was like, it was amazing. Like, it was mind-blowing and you don't want to – I didn't want to, like, hurt his feelings. I don't know why I thought I would because now looking back because that was at the very start. If you went home, right, after that date and Reese was like, oh, my God, how was it? And you're like, he had the biggest doodle I'd ever <laughs> seen, right? Is well, yeah. just, like, just, like, a part <laughs> of you as yeah. a human being, Reese. It's just, like <laughs> – so why don't you go marry him then why don't you just- <laughs> <laughs> this happened recently actually we we have always sort of chatted about this and we go into the details but reese actually went and hooked up with a girl and i was like how was it you know blah 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 and he was like she had the tightest vagina i've ever and he went into detail and he always goes into detail so i don't know and i was like uh, I think I found a boundary. And he goes, well, I go, yeah, I don't want to know. You know, like, you know, like, uh, yeah, no, I go. And then I said to him, like, imagine if I was like, he has the biggest penis ever. And he goes, yeah, I guess. I was like, but I'm happy for you. But yeah, I don't really want to know that again. Cause yeah. yeah. I guess it's kind of that thing of there's so much more um, beautiful or attractive. It just, is it when it's compared to you maybe? I don't know. Like how's my vagina? Is my vagina the tightest or they're the vagina? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, I, think, when it gets I think that's weird? what might have, yeah, struck a nerve with Seth is like that, that little thing like, oh, what? Is this a comparison thing? Yeah. At, well, like, you know, when we have children, we're sort of like, is it the same? Like, does yeah. it feel the same? I, I asked Rick at the time, does it? can you tell that I've had children? Like, (laughs) he's like, no, I can't tell. I was like, okay. But always, I reckon every mother has always thought if you've given birth vaginally, like surely my vagina has changed. Like I've looked at it, surely it's changed. Like what if, and you do your kegels and all that kind of thing. Um, And then he goes and hooks up with someone who's never had children. And it's like, oh my God. I was like, yeah, I don't want to know that. <laughs> <laughs> so you're talking about dates, and this is what's really interesting for me, right, because I'm assuming you're at home together, one person is dollying up, looking beautiful, smelling good, about to leave the house to meet someone. Is the date a dinner date or is it just like let's go get a drink and then get it on? It kind of depends. For, so for me, I because um, <laughs> you've been chatting, for you know like a couple of weeks anyway to sort of see intellectually of like like Seth was saying if you're on the same page because there are times where you're just like you know what I don't think I could hold a a proper conversation with you you know we're not on the same wavelength here this is probably not going to work if we meet up but then when you do meet up it's that just sort of ticking the last box to see if you have a sexual attraction Mm. um uh but for Steph on the other hand she she it's like she has to meet up with a person um and never has sex on the first date it's more <sighs> feeling the person out where i'm the opposite i could yeah so long as that attraction's there then it's 
it's all uh, it's all go. It's quite an investment of time then, Steph, isn't it? Yeah. I think with anyone, well, as a female, you know, you don't know what you're getting. I'm not going to go over to someone's house and be like, yep, here for sex because, A, what if we don't have people online, their personalities are much different in person, um, number one. You don't know if you have chemistry. But as even like a safety precaution, I don't know what this person is like. I don't know – a lot of the times they know people I know and that's fine. That's a comfort thing because then, you know, and I think that's with any person who's even single and just dating. Yeah. I'd like to know, you know, or sometimes I get there and I've had someone who's a full on racist. Wow. <laughs> and it just okay. had never, I'm not really a big chatter. I think it, I'm busy. I don't have time to chat to people on, <laughs> you know, all these dating sites. I can't be bothered. I'm not a chatter. Um, I'll be like, yep, do you want to meet up for coffee? I'll meet them for 15, you know, 20 minutes, chat, see, okay, if I vibe with you, that's fine. And then we organize to meet up at another time if we want to. So it's not a lot of time because I don't, I'm not a chatter. Reese has to chat because that's what women want. Uh, Men are quite yeah, easy. Yeah, that's, that's the other <laughs> They're just thing. ready a, to go, you know. It's a, it's, yeah, two, two different games that we're playing. You know, it's, um, like Steph said, they're, there are hundreds of guys out there who would show up at your doorstep if you said, come and have sex with me. Yeah, right. And what, um, what's that like then, Reese? Like, Because when you're both sitting on the couch after dinner, hanging out and the phone's going ding, 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 and you're having to like woo women, Steph, you kind of like be here with me now? Like where? Oh, well, that's that's sort of something we do anyway. It's we um, when we're together, there's, you know, we don't really uh, sit on our phones talking to other people. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. when, when we're away from each other, then we do that. It's, I don't know, it's like a, a courtesy to each other to not not be chatting to people online. And then yeah. we, we, um, we have a very busy family life anyway, so the, the time that we spend doing that is quite minimal. With um, myself, I have to put in a lot more work because uh, <laughs> like, like Steph said, it, there's a lot of creepy dudes out there. So the females, um, you know, are trying to protect themselves, number one, and to find out whether you're actually a decent human being. Yeah. And then when they find out, well, if he tells them straight up that he's married, that scares a lot of women away. So that was my next question yeah. is how yeah. do you navigate that part? Well, for the most part, you, you tell people straight away, like, look, I'm in an open relationship. If, if you're okay with that, then cool. If not, then thanks for your time, sort of thing. But there's also there's um, there's uh, different sites that you can use specifically for um, open relationships and yeah, and people in the well. lifestyle, as they call it. What are they? What is it called? So the app's called uh, Red Hot Pie. Yeah, there's a few apps, but that's yeah. you know the most popular one at the moment. So that's like the main one that um, it, well, Australian Sydney siders use. Okay. And, uh, yeah, you'd you'd be amazed. At, you, you probably know many more, <laughs> more people, people than you. in the lifestyle that yeah that aren't as open as we are because that's one of those things that we found um, when we started out on this journey. Uh, we had no idea that it was called the lifestyle, and then we met a couple who were in the lifestyle, and they it was like a it was like going to school. They gave us a rundown on different lingo and and you know. Um, there's a lot of not not a lot of people are fully open like we are. Oh yeah. 
they have rules and that there's different terms for everyone. They were sort of our mentors. So they, they were, yeah, they taught us all the rules and they, they held parties at their house. Um, so yeah, you can be in the lifestyle. You can be a single woman in the lifestyle or they're called unicorns. They're sort of like a mythical creature that doesn't exist because a lot of yeah. couples just want a woman in to play. Oh, so it. that's like, they're the most like sought after thing in the lifestyle is couples want a woman to play with so do you guys identify as bisexual uh pansexual i think is the term which just means uh like attracted to humans doesn't matter what kind of human you are yes understood yeah and what about clubs have you done the clubs (laughs) yes is that because because we we've had some swingers on uh, that own swinging, like a swingers club. And it's actually going to be really interesting to hear your perspective of that experience. Yeah. Uh, so we went to, I don't know if we're allowed to to name it or not. We went to our secret spot in Sydney. I'm not quite sure if you've heard of it. It's yes. probably Jess and Lawrence who own the club. They're all over. They do a lot of interviews in the media and, and everything like that. So they're very open. Yeah. Uh, we went, we went to one of those clubs. Um, and that was, and we ended up meeting a couple up there who live in the same suburb as us down <laughs> yeah, yeah. where we live. So we, tra- yeah, we, yeah. we traveled two hours, you know, to Sydney to go to one of these clubs and ended up hooking with someone and afterwards finding out that they live around the corner from us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so does that they, mean you'd see them again? We uh, have, yeah. We ended yeah. up seeing them again, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so how many times a month does this happen? Uh, not as often as you'd think it, but it's, like we said, we, we have a very busy family life with kids and work and everything else. So it's nowadays it's, uh, it's one of those things that has to be, you know, fairly well planned out to, <laughs> for, to everybody, you know, everybody's got the, and, and as well as that, if you're, dealing with another couple then you have to fit in with their schedule as well so it's you know you could be talking to somebody and try to plan something but it might be a couple of months out before you actually even get to catch up and and um you know even have a drink together or anything like that so um yeah it's it's when when we can is the real answer uh yeah at the moment i'm sort of not seeking it out i just like at the start, I was really into it. It was fun and it was a novelty. Um, and then, you know, years have gone past. And now I just like the fact that we have no boundaries as if I wanted to, I could. <laughs> if right. that makes sense. Like I don't. Mm. Like sometimes if I'm in the mood, uh, you know, I'll start chatting to someone. But I don't really, yeah, I just like the fact that, you know, if I was out and I met someone, I wouldn't have to be like, no, sorry, I'm married or, you know. Uh, I can't do this, or I, I just would send Reese a message and say, "Hey, met, met someone, um, going to go home," and he'd be like, "Yeah, right. Tell me the address, you know, just for like security reasons or safety yeah. reasons." Um, Pretty much. Like, anytime yeah. Steph goes on a date or or meet somebody, she'll always send me the person's name and an address. So if yeah. anything doesn't go Happened. right, then, yeah. yeah. Has yeah. anything ever happened? Uh, yes. Yeah. We had a, I had a, a guy I went on a date with. He was uh, very, um, I was very uncomfortable. He was 
you know, it got to a point where he was really a bit weird and he was fine on the coffee date. And then when we went to hook up, he was just very forward. And I was like, oh, I'm not into this. And then he sort of like shut the shut the door and sort of locked it. And I was I sort of just made my excuses. Luckily, um, he actually knew he was someone that Reese knew. So oh, I wow. just started talking about Reese and um, got my like talked my way out of it. And I was freaked out and I called Reese and he came and picked me up and he was r- raging, very, very mm. angry. Like nothing happened. So there was nothing to. Um, but it could have. It could have definitely happened. That was a, that was a really, really uncomfortable situation that I was in. But I've never put myself in into like situations like that. Saying that it's no different to any person going on a date with somebody that they don't really know you know it's you don't you, you don't know how this person's going to react until they react so it's uh there's no um extra or added danger because you're in in a in an open relationship or anything like that it's just the luck of the draw there are definitely some weird people in the world yeah so yeah. where do you yeah. do the sexing part <laughs> um in trees, Where- under bushes. <laughs> <laughs> that's not even a joke either, Reese. Yeah, that's well, not even a joke. Yeah. <laughs> it, it wasn't in a tree, but uh, <laughs> up against a tree is the same yeah, thing, yeah. practically. Well, why not? You know, because it's, it's not nature. at your it's not at your home. I'm assuming because there's children there. Yeah, no. Yeah, right. Well. Because we've both got children from previous relationships, there are times in our house where there's no children. But we sort of spoke about this is our family home. We don't need to be bringing people back into our home. Um, you know, obviously we've hosted couples. We've never hosted a party. But a lot of the time now that Reese and I sort of prefer to date separately, it's much easier because we just go back to their house or organize a time when we can go to their house. We're not really invested enough to pay for hotel rooms and all that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like, just, and this is what I sort of explained to guys who asked me about being in an open relationship. I say, just pretend I'm a single person that doesn't want a relationship. That's the easiest. Like don't treat me any different to a, just a single person who just isn't looking for a relationship really. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Is it expensive then? Because, of course, you're not going to invest in the hotel rooms. But what about, like, Reese, especially for you, do you have to wine and dine and, like, pay for a meal? No, not really because, you know, at the end of the day, we both know what we're there for. So we're not, you know, like trying to, you know, lay lavish gifts on each other or anything. At at the end of the day, when we go to have a drink or date as such, we're just really trying to suss each other out, you know, to see whether the chemistry is there. And if it is, then then good. You know that you don't want to catch the feelings, but what if the other people catch the feelings? Has that happened? Have you had some clingers? Yeah, you'd have to be an interesting type of person to be 
willing to break up a family. Yeah. If you know what I mean, like we have quite a solid family unit and we are very involved in the children and each other. And, and if you had ever, you know, seen us together, it's not like we're a rocky relationship or marriage or it, it's not like we argue all the time or anything like that. You'd have to see us. I guess even I've had friends say, you can tell that you guys are in love. Yeah. Um, to the point where it's a little bit sickening. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't think if even if they had a connection and they fell in love, we just not talk to them anymore. <laughs> what about though if they what what if it was um not that they'd want to break up the marriage, what if they wanted to be in the marriage? What if it was a polyamorous thing? Are you guys open to that? Because that's a whole different kettle of fish. Yeah, of course. We, like we've we've spoken about what you know, we always say the what ifs. Um Yeah. We, we've never come across it. But at the same time, we've never said, oh, we, we wouldn't do it or couldn't do it. But I think having um, having a house full of young children, it probably wouldn't work, you know. Yeah, that's um, that's sort of that that would be the deal. Like because to be polyamorous, you'd have to, you know, all live together and that kind of thing. But we have different – we just wouldn't do it because we have children in the house that have other parents. And to say – like they're already going between houses, so it's already – quite a chaotic kind of schedule that they're on bringing another adult we care about our children above everything so we it doesn't matter if we would want to bringing that into the children's lives would just and the other parents would 100% not agree with that and we have to respect them as as parents as well you know we don't want to bring because then what happens if it didn't work out with that person and then that's another person that's come into the children's life and then left the children's life that would not be something that I would personally want to risk because we've we've brought up the children a lot now can we talk about them and um because some of them are still you know school age they're not adults um what do you tell them as much as normal people tell their parents kids about their sex life i guess (laughs) right yeah and until they're uh, until they're at an age where they're asking questions like we're not going to lie to them but it's it's the same as you know telling um, Joe Blow that you meet at the shops. Hey, I'm Reese and, and I like to have sex with other people as well as my wife. It's when the kids are old enough to start asking questions, we'll give them the answers. So there wasn't any kind of backlash from the Facebook post about the children or about this affecting the children? No. Not to our face, definitely yeah. not. We yeah, have no okay. doubt that it it definitely would have been a topic of conversation for because the group specifically that I was talking about were other parents at the kids' school that we had an issue okay. with. So it was a very and, – and it hit because it was our – yeah, it was an issue there. So it was a very close to home. And as soon as it starts to – and this is why I made it a public post because as soon as it starts to potentially affect the children, I will step in and I have a big problem with that. Yeah. The worst thing was none of it was to our face. It was all – and and as Steph said, we we heard it through the grapevine, and it, it was purely because it was affecting um, close friends of ours that they had been excluded from uh, gatherings or or whatever it was, um, purely because they were friends of ours. So and they yeah they said it to their face. That's the crazy thing. Like oh we love you guys, but you know you guys are. Oh, it's just unbelievable how people are sometimes. Yeah, and the, the well the worst thing was is that we don't even know these people. <laughs> we, we we don't know them. They don't know us yet, because of 
our lifestyle choice, they've decided that we are not good people or not good enough to hang around them or something. But, you know, it's uh, like Steph said earlier, we, we have uh, very thick skin and people that don't want to be our friends, we don't want to be their friends. That's fine. But, yeah. but to, to exclude people who we're friends with because of who we are is sad. What about the um, baby mama, baby data situation? How would they, how did they take this? Because this is quite new information, I'm sure, for them when it started. What was that like? Uh, yeah, sure. There's, there's like, you know, not, we're not um, all best buddies anyway. So it's, you know, sort of any information that's new about your life is never going to be like, hey, well done, way to go, good for you. It's, uh, you know, at, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. It's our life. Yeah. So obviously, um, our other baby mama and baby dad, they're at the school. So their parents at the school as well. So, um, they were sort of involved in these groups to one extent or another. So they definitely either already knew or found out, but they don't really have a problem. I can only speak really for the children's, um, parent, my children, my two, um, that's yeah it's never been a topic of conversation yeah likewise it's never been you know it's not as a business you know as a contentious issue between us so if anything i thought maybe they would have been jealous that they didn't get the opportunity (laughs) yeah (laughs) they're not the kind of people that would be into that you know they're not (laughs) you because you you know you're either a jealous type or you're not i think that it's a major issue in a lot of relationships jealousy uh if you if you are any type of jealous person, then deep down that's an insecurity for yourself. Yeah. So that's, and that's sort of what Reese and I used to talk about is deep down, jealousy is an insecurity in yourself, not in the other person. You're not worried about, you're comparing yourself to other people and thinking, oh, they might have something that Reese wants or they yeah. might have something else. And you start comparing yourself. It's you. That's you. If you're, I guess I tell my friends, I am so, I'm so, I love myself and I am so self secure that if Reese finds someone that he thinks he has a better connection with, I love him. So wouldn't I want him to be happy? If he thinks that he finds someone that he wants to be with more than me, if I actually love him, he should go there. He should be with that person. And then also he's a complete moron because there's no one better than me. So, you know. <laughs> no, but that's, that's one of those things. And it's always the first thing that comes up in conversation when people find out. And, you know, like guys that I work with and, and uh, it, a lot of the guys actually straight away is, oh, there's no way I could let my wife have sex with someone else. No way. <laughs> and, and then the, the flip side of the coin, most women straight away, they say, Oh, you mustn't have a very good sex life. Oh, every but, time, every know, time. Both of those things are so far from the truth. It's not mm. even funny, you know, and then well, the other one is, oh, you, you mustn't really love each other. Oh, which yeah, is, we get that Which a lot. is you know, the only way that you can do this is if you have real love. And That's so yeah. toxic. It's so toxic, though. So I, I say it to these guys. I said, well, you know, like you're saying here, I, it's basically saying I won't, I couldn't let, let, let is the word. give permission whereas I love my wife so much that I want her to to experience everything that life has to offer and anything that she wants Mm -hmm. and if so long as she talks to me about it then cool Uh, it's whatever you want to do that's you 
I'm yeah. happy for you to do that. And I, I've said it to a couple of guys before. I said, so you obviously don't love your wife. What, what do you mean? <laughs> well, you're telling me that if your wife comes to you and says, I want to do X, Y, or Z, you would say, no, hands down, you can't do that. I'm your husband. Mm. Uh, uh, to me, that blows my mind. It's like an ownership thing too. Like that's, no, he's mine. Like I don't share him. That's mine. Why? Like that's, and it's so much like, you know, little kids where they're like, this is my toy and you can't share it. It's so like, I'm not Reese's property. He's not mine. I don't get to tell him what to do or vice versa. It's so, uh, I don't, I just don't think it's, I weirdly look at other monogamous relationships and sure there's some of them that that's just what they want. But some of them I'm just like, that's not, I don't think it's a healthy thing to have ownership of other people at all. Mm. And it's weird. I think because we've we've been open um, about everything for so long, we do view things differently. And it, and it does look – it's more the language that people use. Yeah. When you hear things, you know, people say that, like, there's no way I would let my wife. There's mm. no way, you know, all of those – just the language, it's just so like, oh, wow people really think that they have like a claim over their, their partner's life, you know? It's a social construct, you know? Oh, of course it's, it is. It's a social construct that makes everyone think that this is so taboo where, mm. um, you know, maybe, I, I, this is going to be a weird statement to say, but maybe the, <laughs> the lifestyle is a more evolved community that can communicate their needs and wants, you know, but you are, yeah. there also is that thing that if you are a jealous person, it would just never work for you. Right. Like, yeah, you yeah, can't, never. yeah of course it would be so triggering. You've definitely touched on it. It was the, the honesty is definitely key to the whole thing. And it's very liberating to, um, to have so much trust with another person and share absolutely everything but be able to share everything as well and, and zero judgment. And yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a whole, like I think evolution is a, a good way of putting it because the, the love that we have, there are no boundaries to that. It's, you, you know, like I said before, and I was 100% truthful when I said it, if Steph wanted to do anything in this life, I'd be happy for her. Whatever it was, you know, like I, if she came to me and, uh, you know, I couldn't even think of anything right now off the top of my head, but I want to go to the moon. You'd be like, go, yeah, of course, go, (laughs) do it, you know. But there's, you know, even in our relationship, there's been times like, um, Steph's in the last few years, she's had uh, opportunities in, uh, different, um, uh, industries and, and jobs. And she said, but do you think I should do this? Like, it's pretty crazy. No way. If that's something that you want to try and do, then do that. That's And we're not right talking on. about sex work, by the way. This isn't the sex industry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good clarity. Good. Um, what I was actually thinking, though, is when you're telling your mates at work is my initial thought was they will think, oh, I can have sex with his wife. Ah, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> good luck. Because of the way that Steph and I talk and the way, you know, we just are now, we, our filters aren't as good as they used to be. So, uh, you know, just conversational um, anecdotes at work and somebody will say, oh, you know, what would you get up to this week? And I just say, oh, I actually went on a date. You know? And they're like, oh, yeah, where you take your wife? Or like, oh, actually, it wasn't my wife. And everyone's like, what? <laughs> what? What do you mean? You know, and you can see brains melting. 
But a lot of the time, even when we have these conversations, you can tell that that's what they want. Like they yeah. don't not love their wife. They absolutely adore their wife, but they really, and you know how we spoke about it's an evolutionary thing. Deep down, it's primal. And I can see yeah. it in Reese. Even when he goes on a date, he's like invigorated and he's just sort of glowing. And it doesn't matter who it is. It's just the ability to, you know, be a man and, and do this. And even I see him as, you know, sort of like an alpha. So this is something I think that it just dies in alphas when they get married and they're monogamous. You can just see them, their masculinity just die and they're just very <laughs> uh, unhappy, I guess. And, you could, and I can see this in Reese when he goes on dates and, and it might be the same in my case that it's just sort of you don't in monogamous relationships, people start to take each other for granted. So they just like, yeah, he's there. He's always there. And then the sex dies and you're like, yeah, but he's still there. He's not going to leave. You know, he's my husband or he's, she's my wife. And they take each other for granted where Reese and I, we don't do that because we, we do compare each other to the people that we date and we do realize we are each other's favorite person. And in comparison to these people that we date, I appreciate him and value him a million times over in comparison if that makes sense. Do you guys then have it like, do you, do you have a type when you're, do you notice that if you see whoever you guys are hooking up with, it's like, Oh, she really likes older men now. Well, yeah, Steph, Steph's definitely got a type. Yeah. What is her type? <laughs> uh, That's Steph, not true at all. <laughs> uh, she, she there's definitely a type. She, uh, Steph loves a bald man. Loves a bald man. <laughs> yeah, Does loves a bald man. She? Yeah, yeah. Loves, loves a beard. But a hold beard on, now. is that man. just because everybody, a lot of the men our age, are bald? I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, you evolution. it's evolution. <laughs> you guys aren't that old. Hang on a minute. And uh, what, is, what is Reese's type, Steph? Oh, he doesn't have a type. He just likes confident women. I, I honestly, I, I like. Um, I just like meeting new people, and if, yeah. If I uh, connect with somebody, then I'd like to meet them, you know, and mm-hmm. if, if that becomes a sexual thing, then it does. But I, uh, yeah, I don't have like, oh, yeah, I love blondes or I love, you know, that's, <laughs> I, I, I hear guys say that and I was like, that's so weird. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, weird. I like someone's hair so much, I'm going to chase people with that hair. Yeah. You kind of think, wow. is that is that Freud? Like you wonder, oh, what does his mum look like? Like why yeah, does he yeah. have such an imprint like, on yeah. what he likes? Yeah. If there was a guy, Steph, that was like, oh, I just want to suck your toes for an hour, <laughs> and and then you were like, oh, I'm kind of into this, is that a something that you've ever, have you learnt things about yourself sexually? Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. Definitely, I've been, uh, and I come back to Reese. I was like, actually, because Reese and I are so equal, we've never sort of had like a dom-sub relationship because that mm. wouldn't work with us. We're so equal. So I've hooked up with someone who's quite dominant. I'm quite a strong-willed person. I've I've hooked up with someone who's quite like a dominating kind of man in the bedroom, and I've sort of come back and go, that was really fun. Like, can we try that? And we tried it. We're like, no, this doesn't work for us. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's just so weird because you were so equal. It just doesn't. Yeah. We tried. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what's going on? All right, so, okay. So yeah. I'm we the just... boss right now. <laughs> yeah. We did speak to the owners of the swinging, Swingers Club. They were talking about, um, you know, strong 
vocal boundaries up front with people yeah. in the club because obviously yeah, you're all there for sex. Yeah. When it you're... has to be consensual. Like if you're in a club or in a if you're with other couples or other people, it always you talk first. You can't just jump in and. Do you talk about like what? Um, this might be on your coffee date, Steph, and this might be in your texting, Reese. But do you say mm. like what you're into, what you're after, up front before you even get to the bedroom? People yeah, do some, ask some that people, a lot. Yeah. yeah, people ask like, "What are you?" Especially men, to be fair, that what are yeah. you into? Like, oh yeah, do you like anal or this and that? And I just think you guys are weird. Like, <laughs> you just, yeah. I guess I, I'm I'm into other people being into it, if that makes sense. So I'm I'm very much a vibe kind of person in the bedroom, and so is Reese. So that works for us because if we're I get off and other people getting off. So then yeah. I just sort of roll with it and see where it goes. Um, but, yeah, people really want to know, and I don't really understand this. I, I guess other people must have a thing that they only like doing in the bedroom and then they just do that one thing. I've never been that person. Yeah, it's just so fascinating. I really appreciate you guys sharing the lifestyle with us. That's all good. Thanks for um, yeah. having us on and, and being able to share. We should probably put it out there. We're not against monogamy either. Like, you know, yeah, we don't hate no. you. we're not going to like, <laughs> we, oh, you disgusting monogamy people. Yeah. <laughs> this is just us. And we're not, we're not trying to turn people like we're not starting a cult or anything. We're just, you know, um, taking the opportunity to put it out there that this is normal. It, or it could it could be normal for you. It can be normal for and, and it is. It's just us being who we want to be. But just like the thing that I always am confused about, um, this is sort of an add-on. Uh, I had a doctor actually when I because Reese and I obviously get checks um, like regularly to make sure that we're not passing anything between each other or you know somehow we've caught something from someone as you do when you're a single person, you should have regular checks. And I had a doctor was like, oh, but you're married. I said, yes. She's like, so you haven't had any partners? I was like, no, I have. Um, and she was like, oh, you know, the people of today, they just have no morals and it's just, just such, you know, they've just, and she went at me and I said, but it's such a religious thing. I'm not a religious person. And she goes, no, it's not, you know, and I said, but back Back in history, you know, the Greeks and the Romans, the lifestyle was a thing then. It's only Christianity that's come through and these other religions, that the modern sort of religions that have come through and been like, no, monogamy is all, all you're allowed to do. Yeah. So it's like it's not, it's not a human thing. It's not a human ingrained trait. It's a taught thing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's like the same thing. It's a definitely it's a social construct. Our final question you guys to answer separately is who are you when no one's watching <laughs> Reese, do you want to go first <laughs> <laughs> when no one's watching i'm i'm me i'm i'm just me you know like I, I that's why this thing works is because we get to be honest all the time about everything and if if i want to be somebody else i'll tell steph that that's who i am even if i'm by myself like yeah no, this is the guy i am yeah, uh, yeah, it's it, pretty boring when you say it because we are we're, we're just normal people. We just enjoy the spice of life, you know. It's um, we enjoy to connect with other people and new sexual encounters and sharing those encounters with each other. And um, 
Yeah. And you, Steph? Yeah, uh, boringly the same. (laughs) (laughs) Just that's the best part about the lifestyle is you can just be yourself. You don't have to pretend to be someone that you're not. And and in in everyday life, it's just I'm just this person and whether people like it or not, you're only living one life. So just enjoy yourself. Don't put a boundary on because that's what you think you should do. Mm. That's that's not fun. Just enjoy yourself. And if it's consensual, then why not? That's that's the question I always ask all the time. Why not? Mm. And if I can't find a good enough reason to not, I'll be like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah. So that's for everything in life. Yeah. Why not? Not dead yet. You're so on the same page. It's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing with us today. Thanks, Zoe. Thanks, Zoe, for having us on. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of The Deep. If it's left you with any burning questions for me or our guests, please hit us up by direct message on Instagram at What's The Deep. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Hi, everybody. It is Zoe here. Change is coming to the deep. I want to welcome you to Arise. It's uplifting. It's quirky. It's curious. It's all about the mindset and self-discovery to be more helpful and of service. During 16 of the Deep, you'll hear some of these episodes and I'd love to hear what you think of them over on our Instagram at What's the Deep.